Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, and sometimes Emmaus. Welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love Podcast. Welcome to believe this episode ninety nine. Ninety nine, baby, we're almost the there. The Lehigh Valley would love podcast. I'm your co-host George Wacker, the other co-host Tyler Rothrock. How was your Christmas? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was good. It was good. Um, nothing remarkable happened. I drank like a ton of scotch. Yeah, I didn't drink. A I did all my drinking amount. prior to Christmas this year. Well, I've decided I'm going to do dry Jan. For exception, you're growing up. It's like you should start wearing, like, it's this. Fu- the things that you're doing internally are going mm-hmm. to have to start manifesting themselves externally. You mean how I look? Yeah. yeah. So like you're drinking all this nice gin and whiskey, and yet you're still wearing your what is that Rourke? Yeah, I mean this is a nice hoodie. I guess it's all right. I'm just um, saying. but my mom got me a uh, like a, tr- a pea coat trench coat. There is that that's what I'm talking and about. I like put it on in front of my family and a <laughs> unanimous decision. Everybody's like, nah, nah, that ain't. No, you know what though? That ain't for old Did boy. they have a preconception of you? Of course. They've so known if me they for see 30- you in that, they're like, you can't wear it. But if you go down to somebody who doesn't know you and if they think you look stupid, then you know it's stupid. But no, because if somebody doesn't know me, then th- that doesn't count. I don't like, want people to think I'm a peacoat type of person. Oh, okay. I'm not a... I like peacoats. Really? Yeah, I think I have... The one. big buttons? No, I have like a smaller version of one. I don't know what that's called, like a pee-pee coat. <laughs> oh my God, George. <laughs> you got to shoot your shot, Tyler. I get, you've been saying that a lot? That's been your phrase? I'm a dad I, now. I can uh, use stuff like that. Um, But yeah, no, Chris, how, what about you? How's Christmas? Having a kid makes Christmas like fun again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, the adult stuff you're talking about going out, it wasn't as, because we were so busy this month, Yeah, that it was a lot of, like, this December felt like music fest. Right, Just right. in terms of, like, out um, for work things. Right, yeah. And then, you know, that eventually leads to, okay, we'll stay out because it's the holiday. Actually, I'm more excited about Christmas Eve than, because I do, like, a lot of festive things. Like, uh, but this year I just went, I went to see that movie, Uncut Gems. Well, listen, we we haven't been here since we did all that stuff, right? Yeah. So, or did, was Chris Freed in here after that? Yeah, he was in there after that. Yeah. So, no, like, all the holiday events, everything went great. So, for us, like, waking up Christmas morning was more or less, like, to take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. And then our daughter finds all her presents. And yeah. The yeah. thing with kids, though, is, like, she opened one. And now, meanwhile, I think my wife could have consolidated this stuff. You know, but everything was individually. I mean, I guess that's what Christmas is, right? Yeah. But she opens one present and then it's like, I'm playing with this for 30 minutes. And we're yeah. like, no, you have to open other stuff. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't get it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the, oh, the the cute over commercialization of Christmas. Yeah, whatever. How sweet it is. Yeah, it's even, it's so. It's so exhausting to even get into that. It's a conspiracy, man. You know what? It's weird, but you can buy things for people you love for Christmas uh-huh. and still also understand the true meaning of Christmas and to love other people. You can do both of those things. I, this is the first for me. I Which bought something for somebody for Christmas and got it rejected where they didn't want it. What was it? Or I'm not going to go into too ah, much detail. But you, uh, you could, story. if you're out there, you could read between the lines. All right. Well, let's. But uh, yeah, we have a we have a great guest today. But first, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go talk to Tony. He's gonna give us the weather. Tony's gonna be like this. Yeah. Hey guys, it's, <laughs> there's lots of rain today. It's very rainy. <laughs> let's not make fun of our. No, uh, this, 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 this Tony. He's got like the perfect weather voice. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. I know. So. All right. Here's Tony. Here's Tony. Hey, 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 guys, Tony here from LVWA with your exclusive five-day outlook for Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. For today, periods of rain are expected well into the evening. Anywhere from a half an inch to three-quarters of an inch of rain are expected with a high temperature of 44 degrees. Going down to 36 tonight, 
Tuesday will remain sunny with some some clouds mixed in with a high temperature of 44. Low temperature Tuesday night down to 30 degrees. Wednesday, periods of sun and clouds, high temperature of 40, going down to 27 at night. Thursday, periods of sun and clouds, again, with a high temperature of 45 degrees, with a low temp down to 32. Friday will feature some clouds and showers, with a high temperature of 45. Nighttime low, 35. So as far as snow goes, I know everybody's kind of getting impatient here, and, and believe me, I'm right there with you. However, I think after January 6th, we start to get into some more uh, a more active winter pattern. We're going to see some of the, the pieces of the, the polar vortex break apart and, and kind of work their way into the uh, into North America here and, and start to get this area a little cooler. And obviously with the cool chance, the colder chances, you have um, increased chances of, of more snow. So I am, I am watching a storm. I know it is a bit out, but this storm has been kind of showing its face here for a couple weeks now. January 7th, 8th, 9th, somewhere in that time period, uh, the organic forecasting signs do show um, the potential for a storm. And obviously that cold air is there. We might we might have something to deal with here. So hoping we can get some snow here. I, I know it's going into January. But, you know, you look at you look at the past winters, and 14 and 15, the, the winter of 2014 into 2015 is actually really similar so far to this winter because in, in that in that time frame, we didn't have any snow up until the middle of January, okay? Now that winter, we put up uh, 48 inches of snow at LVIA. So just because December and the first week of January didn't accumulate any snow, does not you know translate to the rest of the winter being a wash i mean i know some outlets are calling for january oh it's going to be warm it's not going to snow well it's january and we're in the northeast here so i i really would not take those forecasts to heart so just stick with us you know i'm, I'm trying to get some snow out there for you believe me i want the snow too so i'm working on it and see what i can bring up for you that's all i got for you today thanks for tuning in and have a wonderful week and we're back. Oh, yeah, you, you were right. You were right, right. I got to tell you. Tony was like, it's weather. Thank you to the... First of all, no, t- Tony gave my brother a Lehigh Valley Weather Authority hat. Oh, this is funny. There's one in my car for you. I didn't give it Oh, to that's you. bullshit, George. <laughs> no, Tony gave my me My brother hat. wore it to Christmas, and I'm like, how the hell did you get a <laughs> hat? I don't get a hat? I have it on the way out. I'll give it. He all gave right. me both of the tree toss. He's like, give the one that you don't want to toss. <laughs> that's what my brother said. My brother's like, I got two hats here. Yeah, you don't want the lime one. I'm like, I want the lime one. He's like, well, I want the lime one. So, Well, I think the li- which one's the lime one? I don't know. Dude, is don't it care. like a beanie? I don't know. I have I don't a beanie care. for you. All, all right. right. Bring in our gu- well, this is funny, too. Tyler, we're like, hey. you know. Well, this was a prank I pulled on you. No, I don't think it was. Yes, it was. I know Dan Fitzpatrick. Okay. <sighs> I've done like many shows with him. All right, let's welcome in Dan Fitzpatrick. Hey, George, Tyler, yes. good to be here. Been sitting here the whole time. Like, no, I'm glad you brought me in at a time of uh, internal strife. I'm glad yeah. to oversee this. No, like we, so we, uh, we're not. This isn't a very sophisticated operation here. Tech, we're like, well, who? George is in a flamingo button-up that's not buttoned up. Looks great. I got this and an Olaf shirt. Gift is an Olaf. Olaf shirt. And the socks, the socks, George. Dude, these are clemped. Uh, um, socks, you know the the um, Austrian artist. I actually have oh. those. I have those exact socks. Yes, see, yep. and then yeah, maybe make I'm fun the... of my shoes. These are Eagles this, shoes. Listen, I got a pea coat. I don't need to have your artist, your your but Austrian. Tyler's artist. like, hey, I'm like, who do we have on? He's like, oh, Dan Fitzgibbons. I'm like, <laughs> perfect. I'll let me do my due diligence before Dan gets here, and I will Google him. And there's some Dan Fitzgibbons out there, but they're definitely. Well, I think what happened was my phone auto corrected it. Dan Fitzgibbons, and I just doing? didn't do anything further but then it was funny i'm like i'm I didn't pretty, expect I'm like, you to even look up, look look into it <laughs> i'm like it has to be dan you haven't noticed that i bring things up here on the computer yeah but it, it would be like, can, like episode 99 that. with dan <laughs> and i was i i just assumed you would know that right. it's the the dan fits something that so, we well dan fitzpatrick comedian mm-hmm. is here That's how right. did your christmas go oh it was wonderful it was a trip uh you know where'd you go on the trip 
Uh, it was just a, oh, a it was trip. just an emotional ah, mental journey. Love the banter. Uh, the trip I did see cats, which was no. a mistake. But uh, wait, wait, stray cats or no, <laughs> another one. Oh, we're man. just we're on a roll here, me and Dan wow. Fitzgibbons. That's right, comedy never stops. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. Where was cats at? Broadway. No, we saw the movie that's out now. Oh shit! We saw it over at the Promenade Theater. It you know was, the movie's uh, no. out, and it's got it's it has like some of the worst movie ratings ever of a big bigger time movie. I think it's gonna hurt the career of everybody who was in it. it was, really, is that it was Taylor bad. Swift was well, in it? Yeah, we knew it was gonna be bad, and we kind of intended it as a hate watch. But it was more boring than I realized. Yeah, like it's weird looking, but you kind of get used to it. And then it's just a lot of singing about nonsense. There really isn't a plot. Yeah, who's like who's in it? Um, yes, Taylor Swift. And, Idris all like, Elba. Idris Elba. Ooh. Judy Dench. Ian McKellen. <laughs> Uh, Rebel Wilson, uh, uh, James Corden, James Corden, James Corden, James Corden just shows up and he's like, "I'm the fat cat," and his entire song is about uh, eating out of the garbage. It's not a good sign when a late night host <laughs> is it in the movie. It always amazes <laughs> me how like a film of that magnitude that had to cost oh, well over a hundred million dollars, how they can fuck it up so yeah. bad. Like, no. like, like so bad. Like there's nobody. At the end, who's like, wait a minute? Or there has, you know what? There have to be because there's probably people. Sometimes this has to happen, where they're like, this sucks. We're not releasing yeah. it. It goes, it goes straight to Prime Video. Well, like I do that in my like social media. If I like have a stand-up video or something or any type of post, where I'm like, I should probably not post this. So yeah. that's on like a very. Imagine like you not being. Imagine the like feeling. Because there has to be a moment of like, oh shit, right? During post-production. <laughs> yeah. Where they're like, this well, is like, objectively this bad. But we've spent $100 million on it. Yeah. So we have to. Right. That has to happen a lot. It's kind of how I felt when I when you posted that video uh, from Chris Kindlemark. Oh, Nicole. <laughs> yeah. I was we're so like, fat. There's nothing we can yeah, do there's here. Nothing, uh, but uh, but that, I'll get over that like the, later on in the day. <laughs> this is like, we just spent $100 million. Oh, yeah. I mean, the director won an Oscar a few years ago. I think he did the King's Speech, if you remember that movie. Oh, what? Yeah. How and does he, that... He's like, I like to do cats now. <laughs> How do you have that kind of fall? Well, maybe they just... You, you get disillusioned and you think it's good. Yeah, I don't... Well, I don't know much about cats. My impression was it's really popular, but people always thought it was bad. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like a show that tourists go and they go see... And then they're totally baffled and disappointed. Yeah. Because it's just a play about these, like, sexy cats in very <laughs> skin-tight fur costumes. I don't know. I know some people yeah. who are into yeah. that. Still in. Still in. Know. Yeah, it, it's not even interesting. Like, every song is just a character introduction. Yeah. You know? Like, you could just, like, make up a cat's song based on stuff in here it's like hey i'm gribble group the podcast cat and then he'd sing a song and then just disappear yeah yeah oh like jason derulo was in it he had a big song and then he just did nothing the rest right. of the film he was in the background but he didn't do anything yeah, that, that's weird well yeah. um you know what it should make people feel good though in knowing that if it happens on that level that's you're right you like, know like your daily f-ups are Probably do not you, so bad. Do you in comparison. do you go through this in stand up where you think you suck? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's very much <laughs> depends on like my last set. Yeah, you know. I go through that in life. We can talk. About. You know, sometimes yeah. you'll do a set and it's like, oh wow, I'm really not uh, not what people are looking out for. But then if you do have a set where you kill, it's like, well, I might be the best comic who ever lived. <laughs> you know, like am I? Am I think I, I've been. I've been. This has been a year yeah. where I think I've. I don't think I've had one good set in a year. <laughs> <laughs> You're just being more honest with yourself. I'm sure I'm delusional. But. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I think I'm in this time of my life where I'm very, very self-aware, but not smart enough to make any of the bad things better. Mm -hmm. So I'm just living in this world <laughs> of like self... That's his laziness. You think? Yeah, I think a little bit of it. His structure... Well, you're pretty good, though. I mean, like, you do more behind the scenes than even I, like, realize. Because when you're like, hey, I'm in Philly tonight, and then you're here this morning. Yeah. Like, a lot of that isn't, like, you're not out, you know, partying. I don't know what yeah. I mean. You're more on the road than I am. That takes a lot of energy. And this you're, sucks. Yeah. It's it sucks. just like it's a terrible. lot of, you know, you're there for 10 seconds, and then you're like, oh, yeah, then I got to go do this thing in the morning, and then. I'll get to do something I enjoy at some yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, at Maybe. some point, I guess. When I don't know when that'll happen. <laughs> Maybe after this podcast wraps. Yeah. <laughs> Go to well, I get, we can say Maybe the next our next step will our be Our next helpful. step is exciting. So do you talk about it a little bit? Our next step, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, did we the, talk about this with Chris? Uh, 
briefly, okay. I think. I don't know. And forgive so us if we're repeating our ourselves. You might have heard. So this is obviously the 99th episode. We've already pre-recorded the 100th. That was a live. We're going to take a little bit of a break. Um, me and George are going to lick our wounds a little bit, see what else is Go out the there. Country. Uh, we're going to tour. Airbnb in like Hazleton. It, yep. We're going <laughs> to take the show on the road now. Uh, but we did sign a deal with... Service Electric Cable TV. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And we're taking uh we're doing the if you if you saw our show on PBS, it's going to be similar, but we're going to add some features. It's going to be another, it's going to be an hour. We're going to do some written pieces. We're going to do some field pieces. So, if you see Don't don't promise too much at this point. We're going to have a show. If if, if you see <laughs> I think we no, I'm going to No, it's going to be it's definitely the format's going to be less of us in a in a, in a room yeah and more, more like kind of us trying to do couch. do funny stuff being like so that the other fair warning if you see me or george uh or me and george out there with a camera we're probably trying to prank you so and thank uh, god we got an intern yeah we have an intern I'm yeah yeah <laughs> oh god am i the intern yeah. yes <laughs> i've been trapped yeah uh you you're hired yeah. no you you, he has yeah. to audition for yeah. oh, yeah. this is why you're on this we have couch. this cat suit that you got to put on <laughs> <laughs> listeners the door is locked please <laughs> well, sos i mean one of the interesting things that and why i bring this up is just the viral video in terms of getting something you know from the talk show or even we're going to try to do more on-site social media type stuff yeah. without going overboard like it's not Whatever, more of the going on site quickly type thing for people who maybe can't be on a show. Or right, right, yeah. So, and then we want to do more written, like I, like just more stuff, like more late nighty stuff. Yeah, no, like that's cool. Piece. I think, yeah, the, the going out with the camera idea is, I think, a great idea. Like, I love late night shows, but my favorite bits are almost always when they just take a camera yeah. on a sidewalk and it's just like, oh, the host like experiencing this thing and yeah. just kind of bothering people. It's yeah. so weird. You yeah. can think when you do that in like a New York City or L.A., like, it's so anonymous. Like you're literally just in a sea of anonymous people. But if we do this like on Ma you know Main Street Bethlehem or something, you're bumping into people you know all the time. It's right, right. Funny. Yeah, I was like, hey, it, Tyler, I saw you drunk last night. Hey, <laughs> how was that? How was your burger that you ordered for me that I served to you? <laughs> so yeah, it might be weird, but we'll see what happens. It's Speaking of who knows, uh, and not and not anonymity, anonymity, anonymity. That's anonymity. a tough one. It's not easy. Anonymity, huh? Speaking of that, uh, what a what a run in I had with a oh, yes. relatively <laughs> famous. I know person. this story, so tell this. You tell this to Dan. Okay, I'm all it ears. It is the first time he's heard. Uh, I had an interesting uh, last Saturday. I, me and George were hosting a variety show over at Steel Stack. Okay, very cool. Yeah, and um, it was my one of my friend's birthdays. You know, so his wife texted me and said, "Hey, we're having some people over. Uh, can you stop by?" And I'm like, "Well, I got to go do this." show with george but i could stop you know the party started at 6 30 i'm like i could probably come around six hang out with you guys for a little but then i'll leave and she was like that that's fine so i thought george was gonna meet me at the party because george knows eric too he fucking bails on me i didn't bail you I, bailed i, I, I did, did five you, events that day uh, typical did, george you bailed <laughs> well the one event was in particularly memorable um so she sends me the address of uh their house and I've never been there, so I'm pulling in, and my GPS says I've arrived, which is clearly a liar. And but as I'm so I didn't look too much into it, right? Because it's the GPS says I arrived, and there's another car parking too, right in yeah. front of the house. So I'm like, this is clearly the party, you know? This is where I'm going. Must be. So uh, a man and a woman get out of their car. They have presents. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is it. <laughs> Birthday party presents. Everything is lining up. So the woman uh, is like, "Hey, who, like, uh, what is this? Is this the party?" I'm like, "This is the party, baby. Let's go rock it." She's like, "Cool. Can you open the door for me?" And I open the door, so I go in first, right? <laughs> and I, there's this house, and there are these people, you know, drinking, having a good time, listening to music, and uh, it's a ran I'm, random house. Yeah. Well, not not in my mind, it's not a random house. Oh yeah. Well, you're right. Yeah, this is Eric's house. Uh, in yeah. my mind, this is Eric's house. These are people, maybe his family that I don't know. So I'm standing in the like the living room by myself for like two minutes, okay, maybe three minutes. It seemed like five, like two hours. So it's totally empty. You're... No, no, there's people in. Oh, there there's are people. Party, okay, you know? He's at I'm I at see. a party, and uh, finally this woman comes up to me. She's like, "Who are you?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm Tyler. I'm Eric's friend." She's like, "Who's Eric?" I'm like, <laughs> "This is probably not the party I'm supposed to be at, right?" 
So she's like, yeah, you're at the wrong house. So I'm in, I've been in this party for, I've been in the wrong party for like three minutes. <laughs> and then they were very nice. They're like, do you want to stay and have a drink with us? And I'm like, no, I actually got to host, I got to leave. I got to host a show at Steel Stacks. And they're like, well, no, they weren't like surprised even a little bit. Like there's a strange man. Well, was yeah. There any, like they were, I think they were just like, they thought it was very funny. Yeah, you're just regular looking. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, yeah. kind of, and they're, they're like, you, you kind of seem interesting. Like being polite. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. you're a nice looking guy. It's yeah. not like you're like, are some creep wearing a pea coat right. or anything. <laughs> yeah, or a cat costume. Hello. Yeah, hey, listen to this song I just wrote about <laughs> mittens. Um, so I'm like, no, I actually got to go to this other house. Do you know where it is? I got to go there, and I got to actually get back to Bethlehem to host a show with my friend George. And then the 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 wife kind of asked further questions about it. She's like, host a show? What do you do? And I'm like. Oh, I do like stand up and I do. And she's like, do you do the PBS thing? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Leah Valley with love. That's uh, George Wacker. And, and then the husband was like, I know George. I was just at an event with George like two hours ago. I'm like, oh, what a How coincidence. How old are these people? Like, I'm not going to offend them. No, but just I would they're say older. They're like 60, our, like our parents age. Yeah. Or like with right. Dad. So I'm like kind of like, all right, you know, George, everybody knows George. Cool. It's better that you know, George, than that uh, being mad that you're in, that I'm in your house. <laughs> That's true. So I'm like, what's your name? I'll tell George you said hi. He's like, says the name. And I go to my other party and I go meet George. And I'm like, George, I got to tell you this story. So, and I tell him. Yeah, we meet at Arts Quest. He's like, this is insane. So the story's insane. Like some guy. It's random, not that insane. It's pretty insane. You go into somebody's <laughs> house. You think it's your Well, my mistake party, was. And it's it, not. It's Christmas time. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is the only pa- The birthday well, party yeah, why is would there the be only party, party in America right now. Right. Everybody but else there's is like, asleep. 17 <laughs> parties going on but yeah. then you walk in and it's somebody who not only do i know but i was just with two hours ago also hosting co-hosting an event yeah well, so the not odds technically, are technically i wasn't really hosting it he was hosting it and, and I you was were there, filming it so i was filming it which he um, said so it turns out that it's steve samuelson it might not mean anything to you but he is the state representative oh really for yeah. our state for our in the area that we live in, so not only was it someone that I knew who knew me, who I just was at an event with prior to the event with Tyler, but he's also our elected official. Wow. Yeah, so That's, double whammy. So he was weird. a little offended that he shouldn't have been anonymous to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, how do you? I mean, I don't know. Not everybody knows. You me. know the funny thing? He's a very recognizable so guy. I had a bunch of shows that night, and I did another show at the Jetport in Allentown. Oh, okay. And I was running late to it, and uh, the booker was at the front door, right, of the mm-hmm. jet port. And I ran in. I'm like, where's the show? He's like, it's down the hallway to the left. I'm like, okay. So I run, and I bust into this room, <laughs> and it's a Christmas party for a company. <laughs> like, 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 twice in one night. <laughs> oh, it's like a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere you go is a party you're not invited to. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty wild. But- that's good. You're pals with government now, so that's yeah, good I for guess, you. you know, I, well, I don't know if they... I'm moving on. <laughs> I, I like that. Like, Steve Samuelson is one of the nicest guys. I've ever oh, I know seen. where he lives. <laughs> yeah. I know where I've he sleeps. Yeah. I know where his TV is. Yeah. Oh, oh. So, I feel bad. Dan Fitzgibbons has been here the whole time. We haven't really <laughs> talked about Well, him. Dan, so Dan's kid, a, a local legend, man. He's a local boy. Well, where did you where did you go to high school? In a Let's, sense, uh, I went to a little school called Allentown Central Catholic. Ooh. Oh, Catholic boy. Like fancy yeah, that's right. That's a lot of peacoats going on. That was a private school before there were private schools. <clears throat> yeah, the original, the yeah. OG, the OG, and then like all these other people, are like we want private schools too, but we don't. Are like you from school. Allentown? Uh, I was born there. I grew up in what was technically Bethlehem, but we were closer to Hellertown. Okay, yeah. So why didn't you go to Bethlehem? Uh, yeah, that was a big source of contention in my middle school. The kids, they had to pick one school or the Ooh. other. Oh, really? And yeah, uh, really divided friend groups. Family came to blows and stuff like that. But uh, ooh, sounds very. Uh, like uh, th- what the Lord would want. I guess so. Yeah, I had to follow the Lord. Well, actually, my dad did go to Central, so maybe that made it easier. But uh, how is that viewed in your um, circles? Like, because to me, I'm outside of that. How uh-huh. is it like Allentown Central and, and Bethlehem Central? How are they viewed in that? I mean, you're obviously the people who would go there. Your family is. Like, right. Is one seem better than the other? Like, are they? Seen yeah, that way? I think it might depend on who you ask. When I was going to high school, I think the impression some people had was that maybe Central was a better high school. One big fear people had is that it is very much in Allentown, mm-hmm. and it's actually two blocks down from a prison, which some parents oh, yeah. were like really nervous about. That's the 
safest place. To right. Be. That's what I thought. Right. Yeah. Like if criminals are going to run out of prison, they're not going to go to a high Nobody's school through Fox Town. Yeah, yeah. They're going to get out of Allentown. Yeah. And if there was ever a place that the criminals are not there to get, aren't able to get you, it's the ones that are incarcerated. Yeah. I would be more scared of the criminals that are outside of the prison. <laughs> Far away. That's just me. Again, the, the criminals aren't like, let's go hang out by the prison. Yeah. At the high school, which is illegal. <laughs> no, this is always interesting to me because you don't, if you're outside of some of these, you know, social circles, you yeah. don't ever think about yeah. it. But yeah, like there's, that would be interesting. Like maybe you had a best friend and they went to Becca and you're, you don't hang out as much. Yeah, that definitely happened. But, uh, you know, it's probably healthy that you don't hang out with your friends from when you were 12 your entire life and you meet some new people. So <laughs> some benefit. Well. As, I go, as I go to hang out with my friend from when I was 12. Yeah. <laughs> as I only know people oh, that I've known. Since I have I just five. insulted both hosts. <laughs> no, the interesting you say that, though. I only there's one friend from my childhood who I still I mean, you know, Facebook, you still talk to everybody. Oh, yeah. If you I mean, want to. Yeah. Uh, but one that I hang out with. Um, you know, consistently, and it's just we kind of all we ended up here. Yeah, that's cool. You know, um, but yeah, you were obviously a very good student at the at the central. Some might say that, yeah. Well, you know who Harvard said that. I guess so. Went to Harvard. Yeah, went to Harvard. I'm glad I couldn't find your website. I'm surprised by all this stuff. I've been searching <laughs> for Dan Fitzgibbons. Well, yeah, I, I he did not go to Harvard. By <laughs> the way. I don't broadcast the Harvard thing all over my website because that would probably make people hate me. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like in my bio. I think uh, more the Central Catholic would make people hate <laughs> that's you. That's fair. Oh, no. I've mentioned like Central Local shows and I've gotten booed. I'm yeah, like, yeah. What the hell? Is, well, I, yeah, it's interesting. Not serious booze, but you know, I think it's been mostly like Emmaus people. Right, right. Like, uh, they couldn't get into Central yeah, or Harvard. Stupid hornets. Um, what what, what <laughs> did you major in at uh, Harvard? Uh, I majored in history and literature. I'm, cool. We're gonna have to get to this, right? Like, well, wait, never mind. Because you, you even said before you came in here, like you, you have a job. I do, yeah. Yeah. So what? What did you do post graduation? Or um, or did like how does it, did it all kind of happen together? Like the the stand up and yeah, I I started doing stand up my freshman year of college. Actually, there's a pretty big comedy scene uh, at Harvard. You know with whether you want to do Lampoon or a lot of improv groups or there was a stand-up crew, which is when I joined. Uh, and as I got more and more into that, when I was in school, I realized like, oh, people actually do get into comedy and comedy writing as a career. Maybe I could do this. So you kind of got to pick a city. You know, it's really New York, L.A., maybe Chicago. Uh, I ended up in New York and I thought I'm going to try and make it as a comic there. Uh, and I've been doing stand-up there the past four years uh, with a variety of jobs during the day. But uh, yeah, it's an interesting time. Do you, anybody <clears throat> that you were in that stand-up group with? Do you? Are they, is anybody still in comedy? Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, quite a few. There's um, uh, the guy who founded it is a New York comic named Harrison Greenbaum. Okay, yeah. Who's been on Conan? Uh, I think he was there while you were there. Talent. No, he was. Uh, yeah, he's probably older. A few, a few years older. He than might me. be like my age. Yeah, I think he's like early <laughs> mid thirties. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah, there's other people still doing it. There was a girl below me who's now in L.A. Her name's uh, Sierra Cato, and she was actually on Last Comic Standing while we were in college, which was kind oh, of epic. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's pretty weird. So do you do you live here, or do you live in New York City? I live now? in New York. I live in uh, Manhattan with my girlfriend, but my parents are here. They live in Center Valley, there so I get back here all the time, do shows at Steel Stacks, Wisecrackers, anywhere else I might be doing a show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Phil, I mean, we haven't really talked to like, a lot of stand-up lately, but the scene here seems to be one that New York City-based comics are okay with or interested in coming into and testing stuff. Is that right, Ron? Yeah, like, I mean... I think there's like there's a lot more, there's of there's spots now where they can do it here, whereas ten years ago there weren't really. Well, I think there's a, there's a decent amount of uh, like comics that either live or work in New York that have roots here that um, you know, you know, like that can uh, tell other comics that this is like a decent place to come. And the thing is that the what I found that I like about this area, and then I've heard other comics like about this area, it's like. The Lehigh Valley is America, basically. Mm. Like, if you get a crowd of a hundred people here, mm. it's mm. not. It's like almost the 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 gamut of who would be in America. That's like like a like a, a farmer could be there. Uh, true. <laughs> a, a congressman that you just broke into their house could be there. 
Um, it's happened to all of us. Yeah, like wh- whoever, right? So it's interesting. And like you got the people like like Dan, Jim Twos, Doogie Horner, who like yeah, definitely. And like there's some people that have like gained some you know notoriety in New York that are from here that gives this area a little credibility. Yeah, I mean they're definitely not schlubs. Like, no. Yeah. No, that would not be the word to describe it. Oh, that's no. why I said definitely not. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you notice about the difference? The the like doing stand up here and doing stand up. Yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, one big change is that there's so many comics in New York City that you're all kind of like, you know, you're like a pack of rats all scrambling for the same scrap of food. Like, you can only really get on stage a few minutes at a time. And because, you know, stand-up is maybe more like of an event here rather than any old comedy show in New York, uh, you can do longer sets. So it's great that you can maybe do uh, a longer set and connect with an audience more. Um Probably the other big difference is audiences here aren't quite as familiar with stand-up. They probably yeah. don't consume as much of it in person, yeah. uh, which can be sort of a double-edged sword. Right, right. Because on one hand, you know, you can blow them away and they think, oh, whether it's this guy I never heard of, whether it's a Tyler or Dan, he's the best comic ever. Yeah. Or alternatively, they might have a very particular idea of like what a comedian should be in right, their head. Right. Like, like a guy not- who talks about his mother-in-law. Yeah. And then when you're not that, they're like, oh, I hate this kid. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, oh, why aren't you really like? I, I really like like uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Why aren't you like? Why don't you do things like? I get that all the time. Like, <laughs> why don't you act more like that guy? I'm like, well, that's because I'm not that guy. Right. That's his bit. Yeah. yeah. It is. <clears throat> again, I'm nowhere near any sort of expert, but there there are those comics who've made a living on that. Oh yeah. Garbage cookie cutter. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like humor. Larry the Cable Guy. But good for him. I I mean I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I hate trashing. I mean. Just because you have know, bad I'm in taste, this, like I'm I, glad that you're out doing something. Yeah, I've been like I was talking before. I've been I, and I don't know how you feel, but I think mm-hmm. I'm in this weird spot with stand up where, wh- when I was in New York, uh, I f- I felt more like I knew what I was doing. Then like I moved back here, and, like for the first like, couple months back here, everybody's like or people think you're like. Oh, Tyler used to live in New York, so he must have got better at stand up. And then they realize that you you're not. You're just all you're still trying to figure it out. You go to open mics, you're still trying to figure it out. So then they get like even more like off of you. They're like he kind of sucks. I expected him to be this good, but you know, and then so it really shake like I'm I don't have any type of confidence on stage right now. Like and I can't figure out cuz you don't get to do good shows. Yeah, like you need true. a good, you need good rooms to. When you say good show, you mean like a combination of a bunch of things, like good crowd that yeah. knows what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, not the people yelling at you drunk, right? From the you know, yeah, no, and like, no idea, and, and in a good venue, probably then with a couple other comics who compliment. Like you I'm, a good show to me is like where you walk on stage and you could just be who you like you could just do you're what in you a room do. of friends who aren't gonna over- right not <clears throat> even friends just anything yeah you don't peers. have to like convince them to be excited about the show yeah. like people are you know they're confident in you i think is a, a lot of, of show. a lot of the shows yeah. that we're doing is like we got to be something else right to try to get like you're like oh these these this crowd isn't ready for a show so you got to be more animated and you i'm not i'm not more. saying don't don't hire you to do these things but yeah. i'm sure when you go up to do like a fire hall or something like that yeah like you're the attraction but the attraction is these people are like holy fuck we're at the fire hall yeah right i'm gonna get you know and then right, you right. come on and they're all rowdy and they think yeah, they own yeah. the place and yeah exactly like yeah you have to give them a reason to not want to just talk to their friends the entire right. time or look at their phone yeah. which is natural but it's yeah. just I, I know what you mean like i did a i'm not gonna say where i was but i did a show like uh this weekend and I got, I've been doing this for 11 years, right? Uh, and he, they brought me up as, uh, the guy was like, and your next comic, very funny, good friend of mine, uh, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> and I just go on stage and I'm like, my name's Tyler, but I've been doing this for a decade. Uh, maybe and that's I, the rebranding you need. You are <laughs> Arthur. But yeah, it's just, it, it's just this weird thing where like, you, I don't know, like it's, I can't like I can survive a set and people will think I'm funny, but yeah. I don't necessarily have well, fun. Here's we haven't finalized this, so we're still just kind of talking about it. But it's probably going to happen in some fashion for the show. We're gonna have um, comedians, yeah, like live stand live stand up, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think that's something too that's exciting because we're gonna be able to provide that. Um, 
uh, I don't know, like maybe they wouldn't be able to be on a show like a larger Conan, show. But hey, yeah. here's ours, whatever. I mean, we get it. We know what we are. Yeah, I understand that'd the be role. Cool platform. And uh, yeah, I want to go back to something Tyler said. Like, almost not unlike a movie, so many things can go wrong in a stand-up show that just one little thing can derail it, right? Yeah. Right. But I found yeah. host introductions can sometimes tank your set even before oh, you get on stage. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was like a very young comic still in Boston, and I was doing a club set. So, you know, it was like a big deal for me. And I'm about to go on, and the host gets up, and he's like, all right, everybody, you should get really excited. <laughs> we have a special guest coming up. You've seen him on a number of popular TV shows. He's you know, practicing for his new special. Uh, but first, we're going to have this guy. Please welcome Dan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And everybody's yeah. like hyped up for this guy who's going to be. And just like, you know. Like, or it's, even, it's even something <laughs> as simple as when to say the name, mm. right? Like I did a show last weekend. The host, who was very new, shouldn't have been hosting, right? Yeah. Uh, but a nice guy. He would do this thing where he'd be like, all right, our next comic, Tyler Rothrock, and then you would start walking up. Mm-hmm. And then almost all the comics that he brought up, you would get on the stage, mm-hmm. and then he would start talking about you. Like, right, Tyler, this is a nice guy. He tries to... It's like, dude, Yeah. once you say the name, <laughs> that's the last thing you say. <laughs> then that person starts doing stand-up. Yeah. But you can't say the name then the things right that's just like if you do that the comics fucked yeah so what's your saying if they mess up your name do you correct them immediately or you just go into your set well if if wouldn't you want to get on stage and be like you'd have to because you don't want people to think that's your name right like the arthur one i was like my name's ty i can't be having people thinking i'm arthur (laughs) because you know Arthur guy's great i can't find him online yeah or even just like i'm not arthur i don't care if you like me or hate me i'm fucking not arthur (laughs) um but I don't know. It's a it's a weird world. And the other thing I realized is number one, none of it matters. Right? Yeah. To outside people, like stand up, like we, the like comics, think this world is so important. Right. We live and die by yeah. every set. And you yeah. need to though. Like it's yeah. tough. I know yeah. what you mean because I even do it with myself in the things that I'm involved. I'm like, wow, everyone must know about these things that we're doing. And and I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, like a lot of people do, but not everybody. It is, but if you can't live in that bubble of these, I do things because they're important to me. I need to get them done, and maybe some of the motivation is because I'm in that right. social field. What about otherwise? You, you your girlfriend's like, cool with it? <clears throat> yeah, she actually she used to do a little bit of uh, comedy back when we were in college. Oh, that's, that's actually perfect. how we met. Um, and yeah, she decided. I don't think that she decided she disliked comedy. I think she dis realize she dislikes a lot of comics which is totally fair yeah and uh yeah so she's very creative but uh you know has an outlet uh, in other ways for that but um oh, no, that's the that's cool the, the way it works that's like, one yeah. of the, like if you have a girl or a significant other that understands what the deal is that yeah. the recipe for success is way way better yeah no she gets it and uh you know i think we have a good relationship and that's she knows sometimes at night i have to go out and do my stuff but then you know, I can't just ignore her, so I am obligated to hang out with her, which I do enjoy. I'm doing. sure she Not loves her it. obligation, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she would love that, that you yeah. refer to it as an obligation. Yes, and I do hang out with her. Yeah, I, not that I'm obligated. Yeah. Not that I have guns in my hand. I do it because I want to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time we hang out, I get a star sticker yeah. on the little board. That's very Isn't, nice. Like aren't relationships fucking horrible? Just like oh, yeah. the way that. Lot like we're taught growing up, like logic, lot like two plus two equals four. Uh-huh. Here was what you need to do in order to to get to a result, and then you get in a relationship like, and none of it like the things don't make sense. Right, yeah. they don't add up. There yeah. is no reason. Yeah, there's no. I struggle. Like, why are you immensely. mad? I am. I <laughs> I just am. Yeah. Deal with that. Like, that, oh no, how? Yeah, but <laughs> I don't. Do I just have to accept this? And yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like that's and that is life, and it's. I love. Uh, it's funny, guys who are like they play the macho angle of it. Like I wouldn't do. It. It's like fuck yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> you know you do. Yeah, I'm sure it's. The what same. do you mean the macho? Like oh, I'm not gonna do that. Like oh, screw her. Or my wife. I tell her what. Like no, you don't. Yeah. Like if you want to have a relationship that's actually somewhat like fulfilling, you yeah, don't healthy, act yeah. like that. And you're, you know what I've noticed in my single days, my you know what I've learned is that. One of the things I liked about having a girlfriend is the ability to not have to do things like and just because of a relationship. 
Like somebody would invite me somewhere where I didn't want to go. Where if like you invite me somewhere <laughs> and I don't want to go, and I say I don't want to go, you know it's because I don't want to go. Right. But if if when I was with a girlfriend, I could be like I would love to, but you know she's got we got to go to her. Parents, Dude, have so. a kid. You can yeah. get out of anything. <laughs> That's the thing. Ooh. I get three excuses all the time. Not that I say I try to get, but if you do feel bad about something, you're like, baby, this. Yeah. You know, make up something. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Well, I don't have it's anything. No, right now, in knowing my life, you know, if I if I wanted to go somewhere, <laughs> I could go there. Yeah. If I don't have a <laughs> show, no, I can't not much it. holding you back. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, a show. Tyler, you want to come out to? Uh, I can't. Why? Because uh, uh, I hate you. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to yeah. hang out with you. Yeah. It doesn't interest me to be around you. Sorry. Yeah. I would rather have like, oh man, it'd be really fun, but you know, we we got to get up early to go to this. Uh, pumpkin patch it's like <laughs> that really? is a very it's, good girlfriend so let, uh, let's do something so we were like 37 minutes in I, I mean i just thought of this now all right for the new year since this is kind of the end of the year we're wrapping everything up uh-huh. merry christmas happy holidays all that sort of stuff we need some sort of new year thing like, like what, what are you i don't know resolutions or what or for the Valley show specifically i don't know like what are you looking forward to Leah well Valley? my resolution is you I'm, can do resolutions I'll, I'll do we'll do uh, my personal resolution is I'm I'm gonna do the marathon. I'm gonna get trained for the marathon, Lehigh Valley Marathon, New, oh, York. New York, New York marathon. marathon. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and uh, that's a scene. It's I know cra- crazy packed. Yeah, maybe I'll just go party at it. I don't know, but the, for the for for us here for what we do, well, I think we need to. Uh, I would like to hear what the the listeners would like from us. That's fine too. Yeah, like what what direction. Well, I mean, I look at the TV show this way. Where, you know, you get who who knows how many shots you get. Yeah. To do, we're lucky that we had PBS. They had purchased their radio station, so the the like we leave amicably with them. They yeah. just they had mm-hmm. other things they had to do. It's not like right. anybody's making a ton of money on this. So I feel like we had the opportunity to do some really cool things. So we're gonna go a hundred percent until they're kind of like you can't do it. Anymore. Yeah, basically that's our move. Like until people say, "Hey, don't come tomorrow." That's <laughs> whatever. I mean, it's it's we have the opportunity to do it. I think we can share like some really fun mm-hmm. things, and we would like to have more people involved. Like if we can get people to send us stuff or whatever. I mean, we'll figure that yeah. out. But user submitted stuff. I like think that. for the for our, we should do more Patreon stuff, more secret like uh, locked episodes where we can maybe be a little bit more. Uh, Edgy, you know what I'm saying? We can say fuck a lot. Yeah, a lot more. What about you? You got some New Year's resolutions coming? Oh, man, that's tough. I've never been a big believer in, like, specific resolutions. I mean, you know, I always want to make more career progress. I think something I've been coming across with is maybe aiming to work smarter instead of harder, if that makes sense. Particularly stand-up. I should have that, like, tattooed on my... That's yeah, you know, just sink yeah. a, you can sink a ton of time into like, you know, going around, uh, you know, shitty spots and stuff like that, or just you know, like, I think that hanging out you. with people who probably won't like have your best interests at heart. But instead, you know, instead of just sinking a lot of time to something, identify opportunities and go after those aggressively. Right, right. You know, get be real. I, I yeah. think we live in such a niche world. Yeah, that you. You don't. You find that like everybody that's successful has found their little, their little side well, see, pocket. Like with it. us, I want to grow our business. We have I would love media, which is you know part and parcel with the podcast, and we've been fortunate. Our, our little niche is great, and we're able to support ourselves. But we, we want to try to yeah. grow into that next. Yeah, next. So maybe people in Fogelsville will. <laughs> they don't have internet. <laughs> I got to do an update here. Dan is halfway through his water. Oh yeah, I was told that no one's ever finished this water before. Oh, I finished mine, but I live here, so that's true. You have superpowers. So for so. people who can't tell, we how have many liters are in it, or how many? How much? It's we not we liters. got the small water. There's ten ounces. That's a lot. Ten ounces. I wouldn't say it's a lot. Well, okay. For people who come in here, what's in that fridge? Open that fridge. Is there anything good in there? Oh, that's a fridge. I didn't even notice that. What do I got in there? Nothing. Ah, it sucks. You had a uh, truly in there the last time. I was yeah, there. so one my tr- wife that yeah. fridge can fit one truly. It can fit four. <laughs> my wife bought me that, and then like a week later, she's like, "I wish I didn't buy you that." Anyway, <laughs> we the water bottles instead of giving people who come over a full water bottle because they never drink the full water mm-hmm. bottle. 
They're, they're half size. They're 10 ounces. It's and just people usually don't go through them all anyway, so it just we're saving. But you're yeah. you're there's more plastic in that. I'm gonna recycle this, Tyler. No, you should recycle. Well, you see a lot of people too doing just like you know they'll carry around a reusable water bottle, which yeah. makes a lot of sense. It's kind of like annoying to have to carry something around. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, but I, I never, I always forget to do that. I don't drink enough water. That's my one. Drinking <laughs> water is gonna help That's you true. everywhere. I feel like yeah. I didn't start drinking water until I was about twenty. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like sometimes I'd be in college and I'd be like, "Oh, I have a headache," and then I realize I haven't had a glass of water in three days. <laughs> I, I have water shipped to my house on a monthly recurring basis. Oh, from where? From I just like life water from the ocean. So I didn't. No, I get like a six. Six liter pack every month. Is that one of the, like the fancy? Yeah, I, just, I like it. I enjoy it. So I'm willing to pay the same thing as if you're paying for a soda. Like I, I enjoy the taste of that water. Okay. So I will okay. buy some every month. Okay. Little luxuries. But that is something I'm going to... I want to cut back on some uh, superfluous spending this year and tighten the Good ship word. up. Mm-hmm. Good word. Good like, you word. know, there's some there's some probably some subscriptions we don't need. Oh, I would... Like, stuff like that. I want to go through some of those and kind of tighten the ship up and yeah. go oh, a little faster. I pay for subscriptions that I never use. There's yeah. a couple in there that we definitely no, don't. I, had, I think for most of this year, I realized I had HBO and I did not know it, so I was just paying for HBO. Oh, every month. You guys hear that? There's like a hum. Yeah. It's just like the garbage truck outside. Uh. But to me, with all the mics, it's like... Yeah, garbage truck carrying around all, we were all of George's water bottles <laughs> filling up a truck. No, those carrying around all my like stand-up like. bits. <laughs> I'm looking forward to um, you know Bethlehem had a really I mean Lehigh Valley in general great Christmas season. Easton did really well. Mm-hmm. Bethlehem, I think it was the best that they've had in a while. Allentown they had Christmas like good for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think everyone's working on it. I, there's going to be a lot more events this year and. I just want to try to get to more stuff, to yeah. be honest. How often do you get back to the Valley? Um, Yeah, I mean, definitely more around the holidays. I would say on average maybe once every month or six weeks, so right. pretty pretty frequently. What it's are you nice doing to come back? back. You have a sister that lives back here. Yeah, I have a twin sister. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, she's Where'd she go to, like, Penn or something? She went to Yale. Jesus. <laughs> We what? got very lucky. We yeah, but uh, did your parents also go to Ivy League schools? Uh, my dad went to Penn. My mom went to Muhlenberg. Damn, mom's like, do you guys even invite her to Thanksgiving? <laughs> 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 I went to Moravian, so I can make fun of Muhlenberg. My mother, uh, she's a very no, smart awesome. woman. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. Yeah, and many other wonderful traits. But uh, yeah, no, I remember we. I don't know how it happened. Would we got the college decisions, but. Uh, after that, we put like the Harvard and Yale bumper stickers on why, our family car, you? and we just had like the most obnoxious vehicle I think in the Lehigh Valley. Do you have any other Which siblings? One? No, just the two of us. So your parents are like they're, they're immensely. Two for two. Yeah. yeah. Your parents are immensely proud. I mean, probably minus the stand-up comedian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on, I have one joke. <laughs> no, that's like this insane. To what me. do they think about this of your pursuits? Um. Yeah, they're pretty supportive. I think generally. Um. You know, I think they both sort of wish that they'd maybe, like, done something a bit more creative when they were y- younger points in their careers. Not that they wanted to be comics, but, you know. See, I love, I love that so much because you're 100% correct. Like, maybe you become this insane comic who makes a million dollars. Maybe you don't, but you decide, like, you went maybe. through that period. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's awesome that you, you, your parents can say you went to these prestigious schools and they're like... You're, we trust you smart enough to figure it out. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Because you know that there's parents who would be, like, going insane over... Definitely. Yeah. Me, but on I the other like hand, it. my mom knows that there's not many other options <laughs> for old boy. You're doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm doing fine. Yeah. He was coming back from Philly yesterday. Or... <laughs> yeah. Took one all over Pennsylvania. Yeah, all over. All the big hot spots in the Lehigh Valley. It is interesting, though. Like, if you look back on it, you know, I don't, it gets... Or if you could look like a, when you talk to those high school kids and you if you explain to them like what you do because back in high I just thought people went to work nine to five then they went home yeah like that's how you made money yeah but I didn't I didn't think that like to me that's so like you get in a car and drive to Philly and tell jokes and then you come home like that's awesome well that's what's so weird about me like I remember like not even knowing you had to be something when you were older like that's that probably <laughs> comes from a point of privilege right. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. I never needed to... Like, my parents 
the one thing that I, you know, God bless them, but I wish they would have been taught finances a little earlier. Yeah. That would have been nice to have a better grasp on before I hit the ground yeah. running. But like, I didn't, like, I just, I remember like, t- like kids would be like, I want to be a, a firefighter. I want to be a policeman. I'd be like, I would just, I'm going to be, I'm cool. Like, this is cool. What we're doing right now. BMXs like, yeah. are pretty awesome. Yeah, I like just hanging out with you guys. Can we just, <laughs> let's yeah. just do that. Where you go? Why do I have to, no, we don't have to. Like, and that's the thing about parenting where we were talk. we've talked before about lying to your kids. Mm-hmm. Like, why, like, you're taught by teachers and your parents when you're young that you could be anything you want, right? Right. It's like an open book. Like, oh, here's a sign up yeah. to be president. Right. right. Yeah. But that's, we know now that that's 100% not true. And isn't yeah. it better to let your kid know, like, See that's that's where you it's parenting sucks. Yeah, because maybe there have definitely been instances of kids who maybe weren't good at something in the beginning and then became the best. Yeah, ever. Yeah. So like, at what point do? But you also, then- there's things that like, like, I was like really good at baseball, but I hated baseball. So if I would have like just stuck with baseball, who knows what could have happened, right? But also like, um. You like you, you tell kids you could be anything you want when you grow up, but then you take it away from them. But yeah. we don't, as kids, we don't even know we have to be something. Yeah. So why like make up a lie at <laughs> all? Why say anything? Just be like, hey, I don't know what's gonna happen down the road. All right, cool, have fun. Well, listen, we're yeah, kind of like get to it. Yeah. Our our whole mo- method, at least now, is you're gonna try what you would like to try. Yeah. And then if you find something you're really into, as long as it's not, you know, I don't know. What would be the line? I don't know. Like I, I'm, what could a child try that would be? I don't know. Soccer. I guess they have to try it. Yeah. It's so well, horrible. The, the sports thing I feel like can be tough with every kid because every kid, like, falls in love with the sport at some point, right? Mm-hmm. And thinks, "Wow, I'm this is gonna be my career." And even if they are like the best on their little league team, it becomes apparent like once you hit early teens or something how big the world is, and it's right, like, right, oh, right. you are not jack shit. Well, th- that that was interesting. So my family life is very sports oriented like right. my dad was a college basketball coach mm-hmm. so it was almost like you'll play basketball and you're gonna get good at it and you're and so that's kind of like it, it, it's funny to think about how much of outside pressure yeah dictates what you but, like but then it's weird like yesterday literally i was at leah valley sports performance center doing some stuff for um a friend of mine and he's there with his son you know um Sorry. So he's there with his son. They're doing baseball stuff. He's a baseball guy. It, like, so there is part. Like, if you, if I enjoy something, I want. I'm going to try to pass that on to my son. I'm not going to yeah. sit there and go, "You can pick anything." It's like I really like baseball. Would you also like to learn it? And then that kid's going to want to do that with their dad. Yeah. And I think that's just like the natural way the world. Yeah. Works. Does yeah. that mean that kid can't play another sport? No. But I, I'm talking more but, about like. Your expectation, I mean, right, and like the expectations put on you by other people, like not so much my dad. My dad wouldn't have given a shit if I didn't play basketball, but I thought that other people would think I was. I not think it comes so, down to right. the yeah. priority. As long as the first priority is, are you having fun doing it? Right. Like if if that's you're not, then don't do it. I that's, just think, but yeah, I'm why like I don't have fun in general. In general. <laughs> like I don't experience nothing really excites me, except like. Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, just a shell of a but, man. Like, it's I, like ghost, yeah, ghost in the machine. Yeah. Like everybody's like, well, that was my big thing in my relationships. Like, she'd be like, well, you don't ever seem like happy or excited. I'm like, I know, but like, because I can't. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel those things. I lost that somewhere. <laughs> my soul is yeah. dark. But I remember like when I was a kid, we would do plays, like me and my cousins would yeah. do plays. And that was super fun for me. But like in the, like, the 90s, your son wanting to do theater fucking scares you a little bit, right? <laughs> I don't know now. Like I've seen some kids do like going for some performances and or yeah, even I the think... Freddies. Like that's I always bring up like the Liberty Band. Like those guys are badass. Yeah, yeah. Like I love it. I think it's yeah. cool. Like you can be something different now. And I think I don't know. I, I could be totally wrong because I'm not there. But I think it's harder to sometimes harder to be a bully. Maybe. Yeah. Because you are. If people know that you're a bully, you're gonna get. Right, right. Yeah. Sure. At least in the old school sense. I mean, sense. that's very yeah. simplistic. Right. I don't yeah, being a bully would be would be difficult now or like that old like Or easier, it, I don't know. No, I, I think I, it's harder. I, I, like you can't like like 
like the internet hates the bully though. So if you can, if you're identified as a bully, you know, good luck. The bully has had a very interesting uh, like lifespan over the past, like since when did you graduate high school? Uh, 2011. So I graduated in 05. I would think 05, the bully was at its prime, its peak. <laughs> Like I knew some very yeah, effective I don't bullies. Disagree. You went toe to toe with the peak bullies. <laughs> yeah, and well, the because best. the the internet exposed bullies. Right, the and same then the way inter- it exposed everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. So, but the, but the internet initially gave bullies the ultimate platform. Well, oh, and they're they still, still out there, and they no, they're still at it because you can be smart. You can yeah, still yeah. be a bully and be smart. Like well, you can because yeah. you can. It's cancel culture now. But then it's been looked at as I'm being a good bully. Right. It's weird. It's like they. This culture. I read a book on this. I don't like. But, um, like I think that you shouldn't think bad thoughts and say bad things. You shouldn't be racist. You shouldn't say awful things. But this the cancel culture has almost like created a like. Like it's working to me. It works against the message, right? Like, like if somebody is out to get somebody. I almost side with the racist sometimes just because I'm like, this guy is out there trying to fucking bury somebody and that's his life's Here's work. Here's an example. Yeah. And I, the person, if they're listening, they would know that they said this. So I don't know if they wrote this on Facebook to be ironic or not, but I think they were being serious. He's like, we shouldn't, don't use the term porch pirates anymore because it, um, <clears throat> trivializes the serious problem. And I'm just like, are you fucking really What's putting... A, what is I've, I've never even heard that. Yeah. A porch pirate <laughs> is somebody who comes and takes your Amazon package off oh, the porch. Okay. Oh, okay. And the whole idea was don't use that term anymore because it's, it, um, it marginalizes the crime. And I'm just like, holy fuck, are you taking time to even think about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Like, who cares? Right. So why like, are we so sensitive about what we're calling criminals? Like the whole that whole Shane Gillis thing. Yeah, that was true. Well, he definitely was an asshole in this. Well, but at the same time, but like, he probably you can't say if you, those words. But it, okay, I'll say that like that they, you he, he shouldn't have yeah. said it, right? But there's been things I've said oh, that are, sure. are not great, and we didn't have yeah. a mic on our like. There's right. things that I've said in my life that if I had a mic, yeah. On, so, but he chose to say it into a microphone. However, if you if you take that soundbite right and you 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 splice it up where that's the only thing he says in that context, it sounds awful. But if you go back and you listen to what was actually being said, he was doing a character of actually, uh, he was making fun of people that would actually say that, right? Okay. He was like, well, this is what, if you were racist, this is what you would say, you idiot. Now, he still shouldn't have said it, probably, obviously, he got fired. But in the context, he was actually defending or making fun of the wrong I, person. Yeah, and, and it's just. That's, but if you, the thing is, if you cut anything, like I'm sure you could, if you went back 100 episodes now, you could find a soundbite. Who's going to get that? If you want it. <laughs> you know, I hope Tyler gets really famous. The angriest Lehigh Valley would love fame. <laughs> right. Yeah. Somebody has to go. Well, I trust, I've had those. Like really? I had people, when I, we got a job with the district, some guy emails the district. He's like, you shouldn't work with this guy. Well, happened and to happens me. happens all the time. Uh, we, I, it was like when we first got the PBS thing. Uh, like people got caught having sex on the Saucon Valley Rail Trail. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> I run on there all the time. Yeah, and I I and, missed out. And I wrote like yeah, a comment. Rail Trail. This is I wrote a comment on Leah Valley with lives. Leah Valley lives. Leah Valley live. Leah with Leah Valley lives Facebook, and I just said, well, that's why they call it the Rail Trail. <laughs> Stupid joke. Yeah. Right. People are tagging PBS. Is this the kind of content that you're going to expect? You yeah, say, that's dumb. On. And I had to fucking delete it. Yeah, I think the big problem with the internet is that obviously there are like big issues that should be pointed out there, right? Yeah. But the internet just like, you know, every post is the same size. It gets equal, no yeah. stuff like that. So, you know, like someone being exposed for doing some horrible, heinous, racist thing can get as much attention as that, mm-hmm. like a stupid right. run about of people, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Hooking so up on the rail trail. It's not like so people are just self-important and they're blowing these things out of proportion when in real, you know, it really like, doesn't matter. I just don't know what fuels the cancel culture, like because the cancel the cancel culture has now become where I think there should be people being canceled for things, one hundred percent. But it's almost like there's a the, the cancel culture has its own like identity now we're like oh are you a member are you a comedian no i'm a can well i feel i feel like it's this let's say there's like a just a line right and it's just like the basic fame of 
every human on Earth, okay? Right. And once you start, like, somebody peeks through that line and they're getting noticed by other people, everyone else is like, let's look at all the other shit they did when yeah. they were down here. What can we find? Yeah. Because I'm not saying this is for everybody, but I think it's human nature to see someone being successful at something that you do and not wanting them to have that success. Right. Yeah. But that's and I'm not thing. even saying it's them, but I'm just saying, you know, people in general, as soon as people get famous now, they, the first thing they do is go back. Oh. I'm, I yeah. will go Dude, back. but je I, jealousy is fine. I experience jealousy, right? But never in a million years would I want... Right. Yeah, like that's I would, a different... Even if I would be like, I, that guy doesn't deserve that. Well, didn't that. they do it under the pretense of, we're making, we're, this is a the story? Yeah, but yeah. it's so bullshit. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think people have always treated celebrities this way, and I know this because I'm very famous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah, they reach a certain point, and you kind of want to see them fail. You know, yeah. like, the classic example now it's is tough. Britney Spears, right? Yeah. She freaked out and shaved her head. She was experiencing, like, major mental illness, and yeah. people just laughed at her and right. were, like, egging her on. Like, she should have gotten some help or at right, least right. not been in the spotlight. Um, so I think it's still that same instinct, but now people have the internet so they can reach a big audience and they almost have a moral high ground where yeah. they weaponize like a certain political view oh, sure. just so they can feel superior to other people. Right. And yeah. it's like I uh, even with Leah Valley with love, if we get a really big post, it does really well. I'll try to take some days off because I don't want the Leah Valley still, even though we do say all the time how big it is, it's still small enough that if people are seeing my stuff over and over again every day, they're going to get sick of it. Yeah. You know what I mean, so yeah. you have to even kind of space it out that way. So it's just this weird, like the, like if you get somebody like, okay, that guy, w the person, when I did that rail trail thing, I don't know the person you, I think, you know, him. I forget, but, uh, you say that that's the, Wait, the guy, the commenter or the person who had sex in the rail trail. Might be both. They're the same person. <laughs> you were filming it. I think they're in <laughs> jail. Was maybe? Was just I was like, like, well, that's why they call it the rail trail. And then what did they say? Like, they were tagging PBS. Like, Oh, is this, is this what the kind of shit you're going to, you yeah. know, and and that's like I find people like that a lot. And and what I well, you say this particular person likes to do that. You know them. From, oh yeah, I know who it was. And now. yeah, like in, in my mind, the thing that bothered like I deleted the comment. Mm -hmm. But is that the satisfaction? Like did, did did you did that person go back and be like, oh, he deleted it? Hell yeah! And like that makes your probably. Day? I yeah. mean, that is insane. There are me. people who are like that, and even I think that person who I've had to. You get to a point where you're just like, uh, even though I, I can deal with it, I'm an internet, whatever, I just block and then move on. Yeah. And it just sucks because there are people, you have to realize this goes back to you can be whatever you want. Some people want to be assholes and yeah. that's that. And there's really nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. There's no you just reason. can't let them waste your time. You just, have to, you just yeah. literally block and move on. Uh -huh. I'm glad I learned that at some point in my life. Wow, we're like an hour. This is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did solve uh, cancel culture. Yeah, so good. it's good. To and know the environment, the environment, recycling. Who recycling. Knew? Dan finished that. You know what's funny about recycling? Uh, uh, Almost done. I'll say <laughs> this. Nothing. My, I've I got into there wasn't this. It was last Thanksgiving, I think. I got into an argument with my uncle about recycling. That's how different our views are. He doesn't <laughs> believe in recycling. Well, there are some arguments that recycling actually takes up more energy to do than you're giving back or whatever. Like, fair enough. The processes of it. I don't but know. If you ever, but if if it's one of these things where, have you ever had to like defend something, and in the process yeah. of defending it, you start questioning oh, your own beliefs? That's on a it? good yeah. sign. That means like you're open. It's a bad. There's so many people who you can't talk to about a subject because there's no way they're changing their yeah. mind. But, not saying that every conversation should be changed. Yeah, but also the concept of recycling, sure, it can be done better sometimes, but it's so obviously good. Yeah. The concept is right. Yeah. There could be like small arguments, but yeah, I can't, you yeah. can't say like taking this and making it into something else is a bad. Or like you ever had to explain something and realize you don't know what it is. Yeah. Like somebody, like I had to cut like a little, Somebody asked me about health insurance. Oh God! The and I was like, thing. I'm people gonna... ask your stance, and you're just like, oh. Yeah, and then you're like, more of it. Well, this is what I think it is, and then you're like, I have no fucking idea what health insurance is. I have no idea what it, how it, how it works. Nobody does. Don't worry. I just had to buy mine. I now I spend. I think it's pretty good. Like five hundred fifty bucks a month. That's insane. 
is what yeah. I spend. That's insane. Um, but yeah, so Dan, do you have anything coming up or where can people look for your <laughs> I don't stuff? have anything coming up uh, in the Lehigh Valley right away. If you want to take a quick trip up to New York. There uh, might be people, believe it or not, there may be people listening to this who live in New York. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you can, if you go to danfitzpatrickcomedy.com, I post my Ooh, dates there. on the internet. On the internet, Noise. Yeah, I got my very own domain. <laughs> Doing it. And so come at me, internet trolls. <laughs> I'll take any Do your worst. Yeah, I'm very low right now. Please at me. And uh, yeah, like we said, we're taking a little break. We got we will have the hundredth episode uploaded. Probably simultaneous listening. with this. I have to play with it a little bit. We recorded it live, so I have to actually do some work this time. Yeah. But whatever. It'll be fun. So yeah, this has been wild. Um Wild and crazy times, man. I hope every everybody has a good new year. 2020 brings all the things that 2019 didn't. Uh, yeah. New decade, baby. New decade. Yeah, it's true. We're leaving this on a brand new decade. New this decade. Been, what who a wild dis? ride. Uh, all right. So th- th- we should make new decade who dis team t-shirts. Let's not. Um, I guess. Do you want to use a joke from the 2010s and bring it into the a joke like from our show? Well, no, like that's a joke <laughs> from now. That's a joke from this decade that you would oh. be bringing into the new decade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you want to do that or don't you want to start fresh? Hmm. Like I'll start a newborn fresh. baby. <laughs> that's how we're going to start the show. And yeah. it's going to premiere on February 14th, 2020. Yeah. Valentine's Day. On Service Electric. Ooh. Dan. I got to cancel my plans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. He's like, honey, even though I'm not obligated to be here for Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. I'm not anyway. I'm going Sorry, to the <laughs> Too bad. But yeah, we hope you guys will tune in, Dan. We hope you can come back and be on it. Oh, it'll be loved, lovely, yep. Yeah. And yeah. Let's do it. Goodbye. Peace out.